When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another new episode of the Gluttony Podcast with myself, Shalina. I hope you're well wherever you are in the world. This week, I wanted to revisit a topic, Swedish death cleaning. I talked about it many, many moons ago in 2018 when it was a pretty new phenomenon and people had no idea what it was about and thought it was just pretty morbid. Margarita Magnusson, author of the book, The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning, discussed in her book how when you reach retirement age, you should start to get rid of all the stuff you've accumulated, which you don't need anymore, and so that no one else has to do it for you after you pass. As she said, life will become more pleasant and comfortable if we get some of the abundance out. And she is so right, and I have loved this ethos and this thought process since I've heard about it and read it. And I just, I've just shared it with people so much. Um, it's been a concept that's been embraced in Scandinavia and is getting adapted more and more by retirees as they get older and have to downsize from their family home. But it is really hard. I remember before the lockdown having a conversation with my mom about decluttering old school books that neither of us, my brother or I, wanted to keep. It was from a year we spent living in Kenya, which we don't hold fond memories of. And we don't hold fond memories of that time in the school. It was just an awful time for us. Mom insisted on keeping it for herself. However, she kept it in a box in the garage that she never looked at. It was just taking up space. It was messy. It was just exasperating me. So I was so annoyed one time that I said to her, you know, when you pass away, I end up, I will end up having to deal with this because my brother won't do it and it is my job to declutter. So I will just pick it up and throw it in the bin, uh, you know, in the recycling bin. She was so upset with me. She didn't talk to me for days. And I can understand that, you know, I was pretty harsh. But it was the reality. That is what was going to happen. Um, so then once she calmed down, I explained to her about the concept of Swedish death cleaning and the benefits of starting to clear your home so that you're not lumbered with it on top of grieving for your parents. You know, they can get rid of things they don't want, love or need now and also give away items they think we will want to have or others will want to have. So, you know, it made them start thinking, it made them start realizing. And then lockdown happened. And that was another time of reflection and thinking, you know, and, you know, we had people that were passing away suddenly from COVID. So it just sort of put them into shock. So then my parents started decluttering their home. Um, They emptied out the attic and found suitcases from when they had moved to the UK in the 60s and 70s. They had these old cardboard ones, you know, those ones you see in the movies like Paddington has. Um, They removed old toys of ours and donated them or gave them to the grandkids. 
They removed so much junk they didn't even know they had in this attic. You know, it was the amount of stuff that came out, it was unbelievable. They had to go to the household waste site a few many times and charm their way with the fellas to dispose of all the stuff. It was just, it was crazy. Um, I was so proud of them. Then they went onto the shed and built shel- shelving and reorganized it. You know, my dad did this whole thing. It's very, it's, it's, it looks amazing now. Um, and now they're onto the garage, which has taken longer. So they're doing the garage, they put shelving in, they've reorganized stuff and they're taking things out. But bear in mind, they have lived in that house for nearly 40 years and not done a big exercise like that ever. I mean, they've never had time really until they retired. Um, and, you know, so it's been, I think, cathartic for them to get rid of this stuff, remove this burden and know that this stuff is no longer within their sphere that they can, you know, if they need to, they can just downsize when they need to, or we will be able to deal with it because we won't have to deal with all this stuff in all these big storeroom areas that they've got. And on top of that, dad has been making money selling items. Like he sold his old lawnmower, like he had an old school lawnmower. And I think he made a profit. Like it's nuts. He is the guru of eBay and Craigslist now, he knows more about selling stuff on these apps than I will ever know. And I used to buy and sell on those things. So like, yeah, it's been a proud, proud moment. So if you talk to your parents about it, you never know what you might get out of them and how they might react and what might come out of it and the skills they'll learn, like becoming a super eBay seller. So, you know, it, it, it's a great thing to do. And, you know, and, and you know, my brother and I have moved out of the house, like it's been like 20 years we've moved away. So I obviously have decluttered over the years. Whenever I go home, I get rid of stuff and declutter it, or I brought it back to Dubai with me. My brother has done less so, so it might be a problem when he has to do his bedroom eventually. But, you know, that is something that you need to consider as well. You know, if you're not in the family house, you should declutter as well um, as part of this process. So having known about this concept and embraced it within my family, I've also now loved talking about it with clients, especially middle-aged ones who live in big houses with or without children. And when they have children, they're usually either married or still at uni and they're close to retirement age. And it's, you know, they have this stuff. And of course, they've called me in to start decluttering certain areas, like maybe, or organize their closets or do the kitchens. But then I say to them, you know, have you looked at all the other stuff and thought about this concept and this process and what you're going to do when you retire? Are you going to move from where you live? You know, lots, lots of people here are expats, so they have to move back to their home country. So they will have to declutter. They will have to most probably downsize to smaller homes wherever they move to. And it sounds morbid, but it's such a practical way to sort out your possessions and your home life in preparation for the future, whether that is downsizing, moving to another house, moving to a care home, or unfortunately passing away. So, you know, I'm always pragmatic, I'm always practical, and you know that when you listen to my podcast. So I want to give steps to how to, you know, to learn how to do Swedish death cleaning. you know, Margarita put it in her book and I thought it would be a great chance to share it with you guys so you can start now rather than later in life. Um, She urges, you know, anyone over 65 to start the process now, but if you're younger, there is no harm in starting now. 
So first of all, with the process, you need to let you know, let your loved ones know you are going to start decluttering. So they can help with the process and keep you accountable as well. Then start with the less personal items. So, you know, and I, I think it's always best to start with your clothes and accessories. So if you can't do a full declutter, which most probably you can't, do a mini declutter. So start with shelves and then with the hanging space section by section, removing the things that don't fit, don't look good, you don't wear or are out of style, that are broken. They can all go for a donation. Or if there are special pieces, see if you can give it to a loved one who will appreciate it and love it, but only if they want it. So don't burden them with your stuff if they don't want it because it will become clutter. Next, declutter the furniture. So start with pieces that are taking up space and you don't need. So if you have big cupboards that are just full with things that you don't need um, or lots of coffee tables or side tables that are just taking up space, sell those pieces. Or if that fails, as it often does in Dubai, give it for donation. If it is a special antique piece, see if a loved one would like it or if you can sell it to a specialist store. But there is like, I've read articles about, you know, those old mahogany type furniture that was, you know, the 60s and stuff. They're not wanted by, you know, the next generation. Now people want modern, clean lines. So it's very difficult to sell them and very difficult to give them away. So see if you can find someone that can do repurposing. Um, There are people that will buy items for a few hundred dollars or dirhams and then they will repurpose it and sell it on. So see what you can do. There are many ways to get around this, but, you know, it's unfortunate people don't want old style type of furniture right now. It's just not cool. Um, Then after that, declutter by size. So you declutter the big items, which is the furniture, then move your way down to like, you know, books, um, electronics, then down to the mementos, letters, the photographs, which are the hardest parts. Um, Keep the mementos that mean a lot to you, but start removing items that you have no special feeling for. So, you know, things that you don't want don't have any meaning to me and that you know your family won't treasure either when you pass away. If the mementos are too difficult to part with, put them in a box of sentimental belongings and mark the box to throw away once you're no longer around to appreciate them. So this box can just be, you can write on it, sentimental, throw away. Um, And of course, your kids might look at it and see things and go, actually, no, this is very special to us. We'll keep it. Or they'll go, all right, mum, you know, all right, dad, we'll throw it away. Next, gift possessions away gradually. If it is a thoughtful gift to someone who will appreciate it, it will make you feel better and make them so happy. However, if it's going to end up being clutter, donate it. Magnuson suggests you give your friend whatever items of yours that they have long admired. Unless you still want it, then you can add it to the world to gift gift it to them in your will when you're gone. But, you know, if they love it now and you can part with it, give it to them now. Next, make a list of important documents and passwords. So this is something I'm going to be discussing in a future episode soon because I am very conscious that a lot of people don't have a backup for the important documents and um, passwords and things in their life that people need to know about when you do pass away. And it's it's been on my mind for a long time, so I will be talking about that much more in a future episode. 
Then donate and sell the rest of your stuff that you don't need in your life. And finally, declutter regularly. So of course, that's, you know, um, something that you should do all the time. Do a mini declutter. It will help you to get through that. So, you know, these are the main tips from the book. And, you know, of course, I've added my own tips as usual. But the key thing is to just start decluttering, getting rid of the things that you don't want, you don't use, you don't like, you're not going to want to give to anybody, you know, nobody will, you know, in your family or friends will want it or cherish it. Start removing these things from your life because it's just going to take up space. It's just going to be a burden on the people who will have to deal with it when you do pass away or you do move to a smaller house or to a care home, you know. Um, So now while you are, I suppose, compass mentors, this is a good time to to deal with the stuff and to uh, start Swedish death cleaning. So I hope you found it useful. I hope you found it insightful if you hadn't heard of it before. Let me know what you think in the comment box. If you found it useful, I would love it if you would share it with your friends and family. And also, I would love it if you would leave a review in the podcast player that you're listening to so that others will listen to it too. Thank you always for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I always appreciate it to all of you listeners. Um, I will be talking to you again next week and giving you my tips and tricks. And for now, thank you for listening. Take care. Bye.